Hey everybody, Mike Kenoki, contractor at large here in Fairbanks, Alaska. And I just want to tell you, I'm really excited about this episode because it harkens back to season one when I was talking into the ether about that nuanced stuff of being a general contractor, of being a builder, the things that we don't know we're going to have to know, need to know when we start our contracting business. Stay tuned. It's a great episode. One, I feel two, like three, four. This is Callie Sudbrook. And this is Allison Anderson. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to, to Mike Kenoki's Furious 15. We can't All right, everybody, this is Mike Kenoki from the Contracting Handbook in Fairbanks, Alaska. And today I'm joined by Callie Sudbrick of Beachside Interiors calling in from Long Beach, California, and Allison Anderson, founder and CEO of Integro Builders, calling in from Chicago. Good morning. Good morning. morning. Nice to see you guys again. Long time no see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's been a couple weeks. Withdrawal okay, is coming in. Okay, everybody out there. So the other day, recently, Kelly reached out to me seeking some advice on how to deal with chatty Kathy on the job site. We all know her. <laughs> she she haunts us all. She's there. So uh -huh. I, I thought, oh, I've just talked to Allison about this stuff. And when I reached out, reached out to Allison, she, one of the subjects she said we could cover was crazy clients, a subject I hate to love. Let's talk about it. So Kelly, why don't you set up, set the stage with kind of what your question was, then we'll roll from there. Okay. So I wanted to know uh, verbiage to put in my contract so that, you know, as you've talked about in your podcast before, I could physically go through, and both of you talked about it on um, Ali's on, on your podcast of, you know, what to say in my contract so I can point to it, reference it, say it out loud and say, here's the deal. Um, I've worked with these clients before and they're amazing until like everyone says the last three weeks and then it gets a little hairy and she gets super chatty and it's like, you know, this is prolonging the project, right? So I just want something to, you know, give me some backing. You want to take a swing at that? Allie? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I think that's super common. Uh, what I have in my contract is... I have language in there that says that the owner and or their representative has to make themselves reasonably aware of what's going on on their project to confirm that when that work is completed, it will be approved, uh, meaning that they cannot come back to you eight months later and say, oh, I didn't know it was going to look like this. And to further uh, solidify that contractual language, I also say that any payment, any full payment for any scope item is a contractual approval of the work. So if they've paid me for the work, then they're contractually telling me they've approved it. So Allison, I have a quick question for you then. Is it, do you prefer Allie or Allison? Allie is great. Allie, okay. So um, I don't think um, your clients are in the house while you're working, is that correct? Uh, Typically? No. Okay. Mm -hmm. So my client is in the house. They, Sounds like she, a nightmare. Yeah. She lives there and works from home. So she's always there and mm -hmm. she's lovely. I could talk to her for hours outside of work, but while I'm working, I need something to reference to say, Hey, you got to cut it out. 
So right. I, I, I have a, I have a, the perspective of a, I'll give it from the, a guy with three employees and a small army of subcontractors. Cause I'm not always around and the clients are hanging out with my foreman all day long sometimes. So I have a kind of like a, a time spatial setup in my contract where I say general communication and all, all, all communications must run through owner and operator of straight ahead construction, Mike Kenoki, re regarding this project. And then it's redundant because I go down further and I have another subheading under that of daily communications that says, and it's, it's, it's labeled loitering. So, so if, you, if, if, you, if you're there, I love that. you can't like you, it's okay to say hello to my employees and, you know, pleasantries, but beyond that it's distracting. And so I tell them that my employees will start tracking that time and, and report it to me because a lot of times they'll start asking, well, how are, why are you doing it this way? Or, and they're not, the thing about it is, is they're not always being, uh, it's not always in, like insidious. It's not, they're not always bad people. So I have to explain it to them from a friendly perspective. Um, why you can't ask, you can't keep asking questions, but then there are the ones who are like on their backs and they're kind of not negative about it. Well, I think, so, yeah, I mean, I think it's all in how you how you pitch it, right? So, like, yeah. we worked industry, right? And I remember I had a, a restaurant manager once that, like, we needed tables to turn, right? And the manager would go over and, like, go to the table that's squatting and be like, can I buy you a drink at the bar, you know, because we need this table. And, and the point was, it's all in how you present it, right? It's mm -hmm. all in how you say things. And I have um, something similar, not exact, but basically it's a $1,000 fee in my contract if anyone uh, speaks directly to a subcontractor without an integral employee present. And the way that I present it is, we're signing a serious contract. We take your schedule seriously. We take your scope seriously. I'm telling you that I can execute on scope and schedule and price, but I can only do that if I'm in control of everything that's happening. Hmm. You know, And when you're talking to the subs and you're doing things, you may be inadvertently creating change orders or creating confusion, or in fact, changing your scope and not even knowing that you're doing it, you know, and this is why we don't want you talking to subs. It's not a punishment. It, we're here to protect you from yourself and construction. It's exactly it. And, and I, I tell them, I explain to them in person, and I actually have this written in my contract. The contract I have with you was written between you and I, no one else knows exactly what we said. And they don't have to because it's not they don't need to know the whole contract. My plumber doesn't need to know what I said about anything else. They don't you. So you can't go to them and, and talk about it. And you can't try to change the scope with my foreman, which was a big problem for me when I started out. Um, but so. Let me come back to the loitering thing, because. I had a I had a. This brought up for me. A client that stood around he was retired um and, and a know-it-all bar like a, 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 at a barbecue he's barbecue bob he's like oh <laughs> i uh i would do it i just don't have the time yeah can i, yeah. Hey, can I but but can i run something by you anyway right um so i had to figure out so all my clauses with this stuff have people's names specifically tied to them only i know the name that goes on the clause right right, right. There. okay 
and he loved my foreman. He was a, it was a, it was a bromance from hell. And, and my foreman was like, <laughs> he's like, he's a good guy, but I can't, I can't, I can't get anything done. Every time I turn around, he's got a donut and he's just like, make some ribs. And that's and how this client out. is. Right. And so, so I sat him down and talked to him about it. And I said, check this out. Okay. Zoom in. There you are talking to Bruce. Zoom out. Zoom out. Look. Look at you talking to Bruce. Look at productivity. Look at my guys looking at Bruce talking to you because their leader is totally tied down. Okay, now remove yourself from the zoom out. What happened? Like what happened to my everybody's working hard again. Right. And he and he slowly nodded and and got it. I this guy was a he's the guy, Allie. He's the guy I talked about in the mm -hmm. podcast with uh -huh. all four. I'm so sorry I triggered you. A, a yeah, I was afflicted I, I with all four like, of them. Yeah, I mean, I think I think generally with clients, whenever whenever there's hard conversations that have to be had, right, or something like that, like you have to focus on the common goal. Common goal is to build the project as efficiently as possible for the lowest cost and the highest quality product. And so I think framing anything in terms of that is the best way you can do it if it's going to help. I mean, Chatty Cathy, I mean, that's a tough one. I, I had a crazy, I had, I had a crazy client once and she like, the plumber literally locked him. The plumber was like six foot six and like 220 pounds. And the bathroom was literally, I want to say three by five. And he locked himself in the bathroom. <laughs> like that's, that's when you know it's bad. Yeah. Like she was like helicopter from hell. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. And I got the call and she's like, he locked himself in the bathroom. I was like, way to go. Way to, way to go. I think with, with my client in particular that I'm referencing right now is I think going uh, about it using humor could potentially be a good thing too, you know, of just kind of breaking that awkwardness and the ice of, you know, hey, if you're talking to me, like this project takes longer and longer. You guys don't want that, right? You know, so like cut it out, like get out of here, go do something yeah. else. Yeah. I did tell a client once, I was like, you guys are making me nuts. Like, that's how I opened it up. I was like, you guys are making me nuts. Straight up. You know? And then, like, they started laughing. I was like, sorry. It was like over a ceiling fan. It's always over something like that, right? A ceiling yeah. fan, a toilet, some, whatever. Something tiny. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes Absolutely. humanity is what they need, you know? And the delivery, the delivery matters. Some people can't take the humorous side. They can't understand. But when you got the client that can take it like that, it's great. It's yeah. easy. Yeah, you got to know your client, obviously. And yeah, I, my other, like, I had this one that would, this woman that would stand over all my subs. And what she said to what, what they would report to me is never how she was in my presence. And I was struggling because I'm like, I trust my subs. And, and I'd go up there and she'd be super sweet to me. She'd say, I'd never do something like that. I'd never do something like that. And sure enough, I'd send another sub up and he's like, she's eating me up, man. I can't get anything done. She's telling me I'm doing it wrong. She's telling me I'm, because she's a science teacher. She knows how, oh, just gave it away there. But, but, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that she knows how to build a house. So um, that was another one where I that was where the clause came in where I said, you have to pay for this. You know, this is a change order. Yeah, and that, that ended that. Yeah, I mean, money is the great communicator. 
uh, always in construction. No it's, it's the great communicator, you know, and, and no matter what you say, like money will always communicate. That's why I have it in there. You know, it's like the thousand bucks, like it, it's just there because <laughs> they'll, they'll remember it. You know, some people it's just like in one ear and out the other and you're not getting through, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I really like to go through that with everyone before we sign a contract. I walk them through it in the contract. They're like, why can't I talk to your employees? Why can't I explain it to them again? Because they won't get anything done if you're there doing that. You can be nice. You can bring the food. You can have a few minutes, but that's it. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. And you can also, like, sometimes it helps, I think, to um, kind of show your issues to them. Like, sometimes I'll be like, look, you know, um, I need you know, I, ex I expect my, I expect my team to have a certain level of seriousness on site, you know? And mm -hmm. so there's a certain dynamic that I need in order for, for the job site to run the way I expect, you know, something like that, you know, it's like, and it's super sweet, you know, like this is so great. Like you're so nice to the guys um, and they really love it. And that's my problem. Hmm. Mm, yeah. That's a good way yeah. to twist it. Mm -hmm. You know, it'd be like, here's my problem. This is what I'm, I'm having trouble delivering you know, because you're a super nice person. I think what a lot of, and I, no one in this room is going to struggle with, but I think I, uh, a lot of people struggle with being candid with their clients like that. Oh, I don't struggle with that. Right. I, 10, four, <laughs> 10, four, Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But, but how does someone out there, because, okay, now let's just talk to someone out there who does struggle. How do you remove the, like, cause you have your stress face, you show up on the job site and you're like, you can't talk to my people. You know, that doesn't really communicate well. So you got to stop. Like people have to soften their stance. They have to soften their, their face, walk right. into the room and be like, okay, we yeah. need to have, a, we need to have like a, a, a pleasantry first and then slowly ease ourselves into the hard conversation because hard conversations and money are the center of all this work we do. Well, I think, you know, it's like we were talking about the other day, sort of a plan for a hard conversation, right? You don't, mm -hmm. you don't want to be winging it when yep. you go in there. You want to, you want to have an outline. And I think uh, it's, it's a lot easier to say something like that in the context of something else where it's like, oh yeah, let's talk about this, uh, this molding thing. That's like not quite right, blah, 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 blah. And, and, oh yeah, you know, talk about it, talk about it, talk about it and be like, oh yeah. And you know, to that, like, the guys, they get confused, you know, and they, you know, they, they hear one thing, you think you're saying one thing and they understand something else or they're distracted, they're doing their thing. You know, it's best you don't talk to them, you know, so we don't have this or, you know, just in the context of something else where it's sort of more of an aside or a casual thing where it's not like, I am here to talk to you about you talking about my subs, you know, mm -hmm. um, weave it into the conversation. Yeah. Nonchalant. Yeah. And still direct. I don't think you have a problem with that. I'm just going to take yeah. a guess. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then reviewing it at the end, like summarize. Yeah. Summarize that conversation. I like to summarize right then too, because people, people space out. If this meeting happens after everyone's done working for the day, you know, people aren't in their best form. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's kind of fried. I mean, I'm a morning person, so I like to do this. I'm like, Hey, can, I'll be there at 6 55. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. And you can formalize the meeting too. And that's positive, you know, showing the client that you care, you know, and you want to be there and talk to them and talk about yeah. their project. That's positive in and of itself. Yeah. Don't absolutely. make it like an ominous thing. Although I have done that where I'm like, we all need to meet, <laughs> you know, <laughs> zoom won't do it. <laughs> I want to see you people. <laughs> I like the face to face. Yeah. I don't want to do it all the time, but it's got to happen. It's got to yeah. happen for the tough, for the tough conversation and everybody in the room, Anybody who's spending money on the project needs to be in the room when that yep. conversation happens. So they can't be like playing that. Oh, we're out of time. Any other questions? We're under the gun here. Okay. We're going to do these uh, 15 bipolar questions and you can, they're, <laughs> they're yes, no, and you cannot qualify your yes or your no. You just say yes or no. And you're going to do it at the same time because I've never had two oh. guests. We're doing it simultaneously? Oh, yeah. it's gonna be fun, okay. So, oh no, okay. why am yeah, I suddenly number, nervous? Don't be nervous, <laughs> it's just totally random word, words. Okay, one, beer. Yes. yes. Amsterdam. Yes. yes. Number three, Rihanna. Yes. No. Number four, snow. Yes. No. Number five, luxury vinyl plank. No. Number six, laminate countertops. No. no. <laughs> number seven, callbacks. No. No. Number eight, markup. Yes. No. Number nine, walking on a treadmill. No. Yeah. No. I just had to chime in. I can't do it. <laughs> That's what I was Oh, I qualified it. I'm fired. Yeah, Number 10, guitar. Yes. Yes. 11, Ikea. No. Yes. Number 12, parties. No. Yes. <laughs> Number 13, gluten-free. <laughs> No. No. <laughs> Number 14, regrets? No. No. Number 15, do you love it? Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Hey, this is a wrap on Women's History Month on the contract. Oh, podcast. yeah. Um, and as we go out here, are there any women in construction or contributors of any kind? That you'd want to give a shout out to today? I have a ton. Okay, yeah. let's, let's, right let's, in. let's narrow that down. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> Go. Okay. Crystal Brooks, Paint Chick, Shannon Yotis, Tile Chick. Those two have been hugely mm. instrumental in my success. Yeah. A cool. good sounding board for me. And contributors to the contracting handbook podcast. Absolutely. They are both, they're both excellent uh, role models for anyone coming into this business. Oh man. I mean, I already mentioned Morgan Molitor uh, on, on the last podcast. I mm -hmm. think she's awesome. Um, Clark and Aldine out of uh, Michigan. They're really great people, uh, you know, and, and doing exciting things. I mean, there's just so much passion out there. Uh, especially in Absolutely. the social media market, you know, where you can see things, you know, Meg construction, uh, she mm -hmm. hilarious. I just found her. Yeah. I love her. Yeah. yeah I, found, I found her pretty recently too. I yeah. just love, like, I just love people keeping it real out there, you know, mm -hmm. um, totally. cause construction is construction, you know, it's just, <laughs> it's like, we're all great, but we're all like, we're all on the struggle bus sometimes. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Everybody's struggling somehow. There's, there's, yeah. It's not, it's, 
there's a lot of it. It's because it's all about us. It's our perception. It's our whatever we put out there. Yeah, totally. Cool. Well, thank you guys so much for being here for the third Furious 15. Yes. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. this was super fun. Cool. I was. I'm so glad you came. Because I want to be an empath, but I can't. And so I'm always feeling but this you're like a sociopath. Yeah, I have to be a sociopath. <laughs> and like, so I have this like repressed empath like within me. If you're out there and you want to come on the show, you got a question and you want to ask me and someone else and be on a Furious 15 and talk about it, let's do it. DM me or send me an email at info at thecontractinghandbook.com. And I'm still looking for your stories for the Take Up the Trades initiative. Send me your time unlimited stories, either a video or a soundbite from your phone. Just shoot me an email at info at thecontractinghandbook.com for more details. Or contact me on Instagram at The Contracting Handbook. All right, that's all I got. Later.